Alrighty, um, got Glenn Scott with us. Technical difficulties where there's a will, there's a way. Of course, BTR has shut down the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud because anytime Scott, Glenn have something to celebrate and rejoice, the platform disappoints us in a post game. So we are pre-recording the post game show to be uploaded when you guys listen to it uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday and the rest of this week. As this is our last hockey episode of the calendar year. Uh, we're going to take a nice little vacation and come back strong in 2024 as the Rangers are, man, I mean, talk about a difference a week makes, huh, Glenn and Scott? Uh, you know, after losing to Toronto, we get our revenge tonight at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. And then on top of that, the nice win Friday versus the Ducks. And then, of course, the Vincent Trocheck show late in the third overtime winner in the bean in Boston talking about taking out two of the top teams in the Atlantic. I don't know if you could go out with a better way for the rest of this show or the rest of this year with our show, Glenn and Scott, uh, with, with those wins to cap off the hockey season. Uh, Scott, Glenn, how you guys doing, man? Apologize for it, man. No, I'm, I'm doing great. I guess I'll go first. You, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit because <laughs> I was, I, I was going to, I mean, how can you? I mean, I was going to mention how, how about this team riding the ship with two consecutive wins against two of the top teams in the league on the road, um, you know, after, uh, you know, those couple of games that uh, we all weren't too happy with last week. And, uh, you know, now now they go ahead and do this and they can we can put an end to the hand wringing. Uh, we can put an end to the uh, uh, worries about Igor, because I think Igor is back. Um, you got a game tonight where it's like, how about Eric Gustafson going under the radar for three assists? Uh, Artemi Panarin uh, finally uh, getting a goal after multiple opportunities throughout the game. Uh, Lafreniere ending a nine-game goalless streak. Schneider uh, uh, manifesting his inner Bobby Orr on on that one goal. Um, you know, so like you say, what a difference a week makes. Last week we were worried about this and worried about that, and now uh, we're, we're kind of whistling away and don't have a worry in the world. So. Uh, you know, how could it get any better, right? Right, right. Now, Scott, can you, if you can hear me, I'll just grab me some water, man. Thirsty. But Scott, your thoughts, man. You can't be, you gotta be happy, bro. You gotta be happy of how it's turned out since last Tuesday. What a week makes, a difference a week makes. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely. Remember, uh, you know, things were so bad last <laughs> week when we were doing our uh, predictions for to the year end. Glenn was actually uh, very conservative, uh, not as not his usual self. And uh, I'm uh, I'm actually I'm looking pretty good for my five two and one. Um, you know, we're three and zero oh so far, but yeah, no, absolutely fantastic. And I think worthy of pointing out that uh, they are really reclaiming that uh, the no quit in New York mantra because you know what. It was it was almost laughable last year the way that series ended uh, that, that they would continue to stick with that but they're definitely uh, gaining it back I think I believe they lead the league in, in cumber behind wins eleven or twelve I think Boston might have been the twelfth of the year leading the league now tonight wasn't you know they didn't come from behind but uh, this definitely fits that uh, that mantra. Um, you know, it's one of those games they took with that one goal lead into the third period. Toronto, they were very, very sloppy to start the third period. Toronto got a quick goal and continued to pour it on, and it looked like it was just going to be one of those, okay, here we go. It's going to be the Igor show, hopefully. Uh, but then the Rangers uh, just, just pretty much put a stop to that. And, 
And yeah, that, uh, that that Schneider goal was absolutely fantastic. Something you don't see out of a out of a defenseman, uh, you know, one of our defensemen anyway, very often a move like that. But um, you know, and, and you know, they got that late power play and uh, had a, had a chance to put it away, and they did something that they don't really they don't usually do. Uh, you know, when they have a chance to put the game away, um, and they, and they did, and that, and that was nice to see. So uh, you know, this was a great win, and. Um, and yeah, after uh, you know when they started the stretch after last uh, after Tuesday's show, uh, you know it was nice that they got uh, Anaheim at home. You know, uh, you know, way to as much of a gift as they could possibly ask for to to right the ship, and they did everything right, and it was a blowout win, and it was nice. And then um, you know Igor, you know we, we were talking about the who who would be in goal, and I thought uh, you know give Igor the Anaheim game, let him ease into it, but uh, uh, Laviolette obviously knows what he's doing, and he said. You you know, threw him to the wolves and said, uh, you know, gave me old baptism by fire. And if you can't write the ship uh, against Boston, then, you know, maybe that was a test. Because remember, you know, we were kind of split on, you know, whether whether Quick should have, uh, you know, earned himself a starting job. So maybe maybe Laviolette's thinking was, all right, if you want the starting job, you're going to have to be able to beat Boston on the road. If you want to, you know, we're going to be a Stanley Cup contending team, hopefully making some kind of run. Uh, you, you know, you, this is the game you're going to have to win, slump or not. And he, he showed up and 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 righted his own ship uh proved that wasn't a fluke tonight uh to get like 30 to 32 33 saves um so yeah two back-to-back games on the road against two legitimate stanley cup contenders two of the best teams in the league good to see igor good to see your team all around uh that is that is how you write the ship everybody everybody did it yeah no complaints out of me you guys said it perfectly talking about last Tuesday when we were on here, uh, giving up those onslaught of goals to the Maple Leafs, who are a team that I thought was going to win the Atlantic, and I still believe that. And they show a lot of reasons why uh, they've taken a step in the right direction uh, since their playoffs uh, push, you know, getting past the first round and losing to Florida. But uh, as far as the makeup of their team, I thought we talked about it last week, and I said statistically as a team, this is when Carl, me, me and Carl was in agreement on this. And I, we, I think we all are. As a team, they're almost like a mirror image with the end result statistically when you compare the rosters. They do things a little differently. They're more top-heavy, of course, with the scoring with Austin Matthews, William Nylander. But the the, the Rangers make up, a, make up of it throughout the rest of the roster. Tonight, you saw a lot from your, the Hart Trophy recipient, right, Scott? <laughs> Comes through again. He comes through again. And, 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 you know, here's the thing. When I saw that goal, when they started to rush, and then I saw the spacing on the ice when they crossed neutral, uh, the neutral zone, um, especially at mid-ice. I said, they're, they're scoring on this goal, and they did. Um, you could just tell that they they looked like they were going to score on that play. Um, they, 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 and the big miss tonight, uh, John Tavares is right in, in the, the, the rebound, right in, the, right in front of the, the, the crease. Uh, right in front of uh, Shesterkin, he missed it. Uh, that was a big break. Now, I was a little surprised, uh, uh, Glenn. I want to go back to the game itself. You know, Shelton Keeve, I-, I thought they pulled a goalie a little early. I, I thought that I was kind of shocked a little bit. They're potent office, the Maple Leafs, and like four and a half minutes? You wanna... I-, I was a little shocked at that, a little surprised that they – Opted to pull the goalie to get the one man advantage. And, you know that's a big that comes with a big risk, and we made them pay with this advantage. I really putting it away with the empty netter. Were you shocked about that at pulling the goalie at that time? I thought they would have waited a minute, maybe more. 
But but, but what are your thoughts, Glenn, on, on that from from the Toronto side? Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, traditionally it was always you pull a goalie, uh, you know, a minute, minute and a half, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, with the game left, with the time left of the game. And, um, you know, I, it seems more and more like coaches are pulling the goalie with, you know, three, three and a half minutes left. Uh, I see that a lot. I just, I just don't agree with it. But, um, but this one was you know, four, more like four and a half close to five. Yeah. This was a lot yeah, of time I mean, there have been times when I've seen a, a, an empty net uh, goal scored uh, and then the other team scores and makes it a one-goal game again. Right, right. And it's like, you know, if you hadn't built a goalie, you know, it, that might not have happened. But, you know, you can't predict. But, um, it, you know, Patrick Waugh started that uh, way back when he was coaching Colorado. And that was the first time I remember seeing it when when uh, uh, coaches would pull a goalie with, you know, two and a half, three minutes left in the game. Um, I can kind of see it maybe if you're on a power play. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I was surprised that they did that. Now, the, the only thing I could say is that uh, you guys probably saw the other night uh, that when Toronto scored five goals in the third period, they scored two goals, one with a minute 15 left and another one with 45 seconds left with the goalie pulled to, to score those two goals to tie the game up, which they eventually lost at OT. So maybe he was pushing his luck a little bit, figured, well, it worked last time, so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try it again. But uh, that's the only thing I, I could imagine he was thinking by that. But, no, I, I, I don't agree with, with coaches that pull the, the goalie with that much time left. I, I don't agree with it. Yeah, Scott, same thing for you because this is the same team just – put up seven against Pittsburgh. I mean, they could score. Like, I, I was a little surprised that they opted to pull the goalie with that much time remaining, especially in a game where it seemed like when the Rangers did score, they kind of responded with a response goal, especially with Austin, Austin Matthews. Were, were you surprised that with all that time left that they opted to go that way out? Or what are your thoughts? No, I actually wasn't. And, um, you know, don't forget, they were down two, not one. And, uh, yes, just speaking of stealing thunder, uh, Glenn, I had all teed up uh, Patrick Waugh reference uh, for pulling the goalie with extended amounts of times. But, yeah, he used to do it with one goal. And he pretty much, I mean, I don't know, I guess he kind of reset the bar a little bit because yeah. teams, uh, teams are jumping on that. But he was down two, not one. So it didn't surprise me at the time. What surprised me was that he they put all their eggs in one basket. And even uh, Sam Rosen remarked of the firepower that they had when they uh, on the ice. I mean, they had everybody out there. They had Tavares, Martyr, Matthews, Nylander, um, uh, whoever. There's probably a huge gun I'm missing. But in any case, they had all the big guns out. Yeah, they had all their big guns out there with four minutes left. So what happens, you know, yeah, Zabanich had uh, got the antenna and it was a moot point, but what happens if, uh, you know, they're skating around some sustained pressure, maybe they get one, and then all, uh, and then all of a sudden there's a minute and a half left, uh, and you got nothing left, and you, who, who are you putting on there? You know, I don't care how good your guys are, you know, they can't play a four-minute shift at the end of the game and still try, you know, be effective and get the tying goal. So uh, I, I, don't, uh, I don't fault him for the time when I fault him for was for putting his entire team on the ice uh, when he pulled the goalie um, and, and not saving a little firepower uh, you know if it wasn't you know if it's not had hadn't made it a moot point um, but in any case uh, you know so be it that happy ending 
Yeah. And also, also, I want to point out, I just want to digress real quick. Uh, uh, I want to point out there, the Boston, uh, you know, two wins over Boston, but a tale of two games. Remember I was pointing out, uh, Steve, I mentioned that uh, the first game, the 7-4 game, that was my kind of game, just back and forth, scoring all over the place, opportunities all over the place. Well, you got your kind of game this uh, this last one. You know, one nothing down the stretch until Trocek tied it. But, well, you know, that, that tight chess match, uh, you know, edge of your seat, uh, you know, waiting for that goal to happen so uh you got your kind of game for uh for the for the second one i just uh wanted to make sure i pointed that out that uh, you know i got mine then you got yours oh no no i was gonna get i was gonna go i was gonna defer to that boston game because that's that's part of this conversation over the last week where that's a big win saturday night matter of fact i don't know they might this might be the two games on the schedule this season where you may not see any two bigger wins than these two. I, I I don't know, man. I could be wrong. Like I mean, you could you know put the West Coast trip t- to the side in Canada, but then a lot of those teams are more above average, but they're not the elites like the two teams we just played on the road, especially and especially how they lost to the uh, Maple Leafs uh, last Tuesday. It's one of those things like if the Rangers and the Maple Leafs were to play a seven game series, the likelihood of that is probably a, a six seven game seven game season a series anyway. I just think there's too many too much offense on both sides, you know, just to uh, you know to to be negated. Uh, but yeah, I'm a little so yeah, I'm still a little surprised what what the Maple Leafs did. Now maybe it would have been different had we won last Tuesday. Not that it would make a difference because I think you know they had the, the upper. Hand, I would call it the upper hand. They they beat us last Tuesday. It's like okay, they're down in the game. Ah, all right, we'll try something. If it doesn't work, oh well. They've been playing good. I'm talking about the Maple Leafs. They've been playing well. Uh, so so it, maybe it would have been a little bit different. I don't know how we won last Tuesday. And they were kind of like, man, maybe, maybe we kind of kind of have to beat these guys, man. Maybe maybe we should, you know, maybe they would have approached it differently is my whole point. Maybe there's something into that. I don't know. But nonetheless, Ducks, Bruins, Maple Leafs, good wins, man. I mean, I, I, Glenn and Scott, at this time of the year, I, I have no complaint. Little to no complaints because the, the little to no complaints that I had is actually, you know, through the end of this year, we have things to be thankful for. I know that's a Thanksgiving thing, but now we're at Christmas and, and about to close out the year. This is our last hockey episode. Right now, I have no complaints. I don't. I. I. Can't, I don't even want to split hairs, Glenn. I'm like, well, what's the point? Like, we are doing well. We the defense shored up Boston, uh, shored up again. You know tonight, and then the biggest issue we were talking about was like the theme. What with the last three weeks, guys? Right, Igor Shosturkin. At what point do we start to get? Um, what's the word we saying? I want to be used as that word. I don't remember as that word. What did we say? We said uh, concerned. I guess the word is concerned. concerned. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, well, for for for. The last three days, the concern is temporarily has gone away. Not to say it can't come back, but against those two opponents, it's 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 going away a little bit. It's like it's kind of going away. Like the sun is back out. You know how when the sun, you look at the sky and the clouds cover the sun. Like oh god, the, the, the overcast. The, the, no, the sun, the skies are a little sunny right now. That's Shosturkin. Did what he had did against these two teams in the regular season, as and these are probably going to be two of the bigger wins of his regular season this year. What are your thoughts, Glenn and then, and then Scott? Well, you know, you know, Steve, it's funny you use that metaphor after the weekend we had up here in the Northeast because I was kind of feeling the same way yesterday afternoon. <laughs> after all that rain uh, yeah. passed through and the sun came out, and I saw some blue sky, so uh, <laughs> that, that was a, a great example. But yeah. you know, you, you just said something, uh, 
uh, that actually I was thinking during the game, uh, where you had said that, you know, it might have been different if, if the Rangers had beat the Leafs last week. And, you know, Toronto may have been thinking, oh, man, we got to beat these guys. Yeah. I was thinking during this game that it was kind of the same thing, only in the opposite direction. Right, that the right. Rangers were like, hey, you know, the Rangers were like, oh, you think you kicked our ass at the Garden? We'll show you. Um, right. Especially after Toronto tied the game up two two, uh, you know, and 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 it could have it could have gone the other way. The Rangers are like, oh, you think you're back in this game? We'll show you. Um, so I I think you made a very good point uh, that maybe losing that game last week was under the Rangers' skin a little bit tonight, and uh, you know that they wanted to go into Toronto and say, you think you're so tough? You think you're going to play with us? Don't think too fast. So, um, you know, I, I think that was, uh, you know, kind of on the Rangers' mind uh, tonight against Toronto. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, like Scott had pointed out, I, I thought this was kind of a stretch maybe with the way they were playing. Every team kind of goes through, you know, a 10-game stretch where maybe you go 5-5 five and five or, you know, 4-5-1 and one or something like that. And I thought, you know, looking at these two away games, uh, that I figured were going to be tough, uh, that, you know, maybe they were in that little kind of stretch right now. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, th- this team has shown uh, a-, a real capacity to self-correct uh, what's wrong. And I'm sure, you know, all teams do that. But, uh, you know, you listen to the comments in the post-game show, and-, and the players know what they're doing wrong. They know what they got to do more of. They know what they got to get right. And, uh, you know, they just it, it just seems like this team uh, almost kind of manages itself. Uh, you know, I think Laviolette laid the groundwork in training camp uh, when he uh, said that, you know, we want to be thinking as a playoff type team right from opening night. Um, when uh, Gallant got fired uh, over the, the summer, uh, this team, for, to a man, was saying, we want to get coached up. We want some structure. We want, you know, some discipline. And I think LaViolette put that work in uh, over the summer and in training camp. And, uh, you know, now with, the, you know, maybe some reminders and adjustments here and there, uh, I think this team is on a mission. Uh, and I think part of the element, uh, part of it is an element of, you know, the the disappointment of how they went out of the playoffs last year when there were a lot more expectations. And, uh, you know, we all hoped, I think we mentioned it last week, we all hoped this team was going to carry that with them into this season. And uh, I think between the combination of Laviolette coming in, pushing the right buttons, and this team uh, having the, the motivation from uh, how they went out last year to do better this year, um, you know, I, I mean – you know, you got a game here or there. I mean, it's great that we're approaching Christmas and the Rangers have so few losses that you can remember each one. Um, and, you know, this team just, you know, they, they they might have a game or two where they don't play that well, but they seem to answer the bell and, and not allow it to steamroll. And uh, I think that's one of the, the, the things that I like most about this team, that a lot of times you go into a game and you think, oh, they're going to snap out of it. And, you know, for the most part, they do. So, uh, um, you know, I think that that's part of it too. But that's interesting what you said about Toronto because I, I thought it was the other way around, that the Rangers were going to show them that they can't be pushed around. Real quick, if you can answer this real quick because I don't want to lose track of this because sometimes when we get on here and I should be writing this down but I forget to say it, then I think, oh, shit, I should have said that shit on the show. Um, uh-huh. Three things I want to bring up. 
know, Johnny Brzezinski has played excellent. And I love uh, his attack mode, especially at the end of the first when the Maple Leaf player had a blown tire and just his energy. That's number one. I want you to give me your thoughts, quick thoughts on that. Number two, let's go back to the Boston game. Trocheck, as far as what he did to put the Rangers in the position to get that extra point. But also my third of, you know, it's really putting you on the spot. I should probably save it for save it for final thoughts, but might as well. What's the top? What's the top three Rangers, a uh, player, individual moments, uh, best player moments this season for the team? So I I'll, I'll put two out there already. I'll, I'll I'm gonna have to put, um, uh, I'm gonna go. Um, oh damn, I was just thinking about it. quick in Seattle. The Seattle game to start off that road trip. Quick was excellent, man. That Friday night, the game with the lights went out in the first period. That's uh, game number one. I I, I he's got I, I, he he might be that might be one of the most underrated games. He, he had this season or any Ranger player this season. That's number one. Panarin hat trick is number two. So I'm trying to figure out a third. I'm, I don't see how I cannot put Trocheck game in Boston up there. Uh, if you had to pick three, you know, feel free to say if you, your thoughts on Brzezinski, Trocheck, uh, over the weekend, how he will this help us get the extra point. And also your top three Ranger players up into this point, not three, not players, three games by individual players up into this point. And they definitely got to get Scott's thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah, that last part I'll have to think about. Yeah. Uh, as far as that's individual fine. games. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's um, a final thoughts kind of question. <laughs> John, Johnny Johnny Brzezinski. Yeah. No matter where you put him, he fills the role that you need him to play. Yeah. They put him on the first row on the first line for a little while. He's four checking. He's creating opportunities for the other two guys. You put him on the third line. He's he's checking. He's four checking. He's playing defense. Um, you know, we scored that, that one power play goal and, uh, uh, on the power play. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, he's, he's the kind of guy that you can just plug in anywhere. And the great thing is that the Rangers have a few of those guys. Goudreau would be another one. Uh, Wheeler is turning out to be another one. Um, Jimmy Vesey is another one. This team's got a lot of guys that you can kind of plug and play with. And Brzezinski's been fantastic. And I don't know if you guys read, I read uh, uh, yesterday or today that uh, since he's been up now for 10 games, they would have to put him on waivers to send him back to Hartford. So mm. he's here for the rest of the season, um, which uh, I think is a great thing. But, you know, the, 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 and maybe we could talk about this a little bit. Um, the fact that they let that happen makes me wonder what they know about Hedl and Kako that maybe we don't know. Right, right. Uh, you know, that that uh, uh, allowing Brzezinski to play the 10 games and figuring he's going to be here, uh, you know, for the rest of the season, you know, may, maybe there's a little more to it with, with those two guys. So I'll have to see how that plays out. You know, Vin, Vincent Trocek is another one. I mean, you put him on a third line. To begin the season, that's kind of where he belonged. You move him up to the second line, he's having one of his best years of his career. Uh, and uh, he's had a couple of games like that, not just the Boston game, but he's had a couple of games like that where he's kind of been, uh, you know, we get three points and uh, score on the power play. And, you know, uh, he's pushing guys around and getting the guys' faces. Um, so he's another one that, uh, uh, you know, you can kind of put in any position. He's obviously settled in where he is right now, but yeah, I mean, that was one of the, the better performances uh, that he's had this season in Boston. He, he really kind of took over that game in the, you know, second half of the third period and, and into overtime. So, uh, yeah, I can't say enough about him and, uh, I'll have to think about those three games. I think the quick game is certainly one of them. Uh, but I'll have to think about the games, uh, while you guys are talking. I think Scott may have something to say about Winnipeg, so I definitely would give get his thoughts. But uh, um, 
I yeah, Scott, can you get your, your thoughts on those three points? Like Brzezinski, Trocek's game in Boston, and then also if you have a top three, or you could save it for your final thoughts. But I think Scott, you know what? Glenn brought up the point with with um, uh, Kako and and Hito. Then it's almost like that. Okay, what do you do? You roll with the hot hand, or you go with uh, well, we. We have these he- a guy named Philip Hito and and Capacaco. We kind of want to get our return on our investment. You have these decisions you got to make before you send the guy back to the HL. Those are the dilemmas. Like, what would you do if if you could do it? You want to keep with things how things are? You want to go back to the old guard? And any additional thoughts, uh, Scott? And then after that, we, we could definitely get some extended final thoughts. And I uh, apologize on the pre-recorded, but yeah, this is the best way we could do it, man. We'll get this thing up for for sure. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Glenn. I got to. Uh... Uh, he, he kind of threw a curveball there with, you know, with the top three moments, so I'm going to have to think about that. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you right now, Trocek uh, against Boston definitely uh, makes that list. I'm sure there's about five or six quick games I have to uh, go through the archives there and figure out which one uh, which one makes the list there. But, yeah. Um, um, can shut out in Pittsburgh, or, or do you – Quick, I'm, I'm trying to throw out some games out there. That Vancouver game was a nice one too. Um, you know, I, I I can only comment on what I saw, okay. and admittedly, I I watched the first two periods of the Calgary game uh, and the Winnipeg game I was at. So that's it. Five periods of that road trip is all that I really watched. I mean, uh, I, I had nothing in me. I mean, I didn't even catch those 10, those 10, 30 games. Honestly, I didn't even catch the first period of those games. So I, I can't comment on any of those games, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that Igor was great when he shot out there. Um, but uh, the the first thing that, that you guys touched on um, at the beginning of this round was uh, you know whether how concerned we were about Igor. I know we talked about that last week, and I'll be honest with you, I was, and I was hitting the panic button. I was, I was, I was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You was hitting the panic button, or you was just hovering over the panic button? You know, like you know, like you played the game show, you hit the button, you <laughs> hovering over the panic button. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it, it was it's like America. America's Got Talent. Like, the, 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 the act was the act was not very good. I mean, I'm over it. I'm like, I, I don't know. Should I give it another thirty seconds? Or should I get him off the stage? You know? But um, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I wasn't ready to. I wasn't ready to give. I was ready to give quick the next couple starts in a row to see if he was you know legit in you know maybe just a wake up call, maybe just a light a fire under Igor or. Maybe to see, you know, at, at his age, if he could handle the starting role. Because, again, you know, he's only getting a game, you know, one out of every three games or whatever it is. Um, you know, there's a big difference between that and can he handle a Stanley Cup run right. at his age. Right. So I don't know if I was ready for that yet, but I was ready to give him, you know, maybe two, 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 three games in a row um, as at least a, uh, to light a fire under Igor. But, you know, and then I started to think, you know, remember we went through this last year 
and he figured it out. Um, you know, and Lundquist was notorious for some slow starts as well. And, you know, I don't need my goalie to win the Vesna. You know, I don't need individual awards. There is one trophy that I care about at the end of the year, and it ain't the Hart, it ain't the Vesna, it ain't the Norris. You know, yes, I'm very happy for these players when they win them, but, you know, I don't need Igor to be Vesna, you know, start the finish. I need him to be Vesna, you know, the last two-thirds half of the season, especially the playoffs. But, um, you know, so I wasn't ready to give up on the guy, but I, but I, but I was, yeah, I, I, Okay, Steve, I'll I'll, uh, I'll take the bait on that. And I was hovering over it. I, 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 <laughs> but I definitely would not have minded quick, uh, you know, at least as a wake-up call to Igor there. But, um, you know, and like I said, Laviolette, you know, I would have done it the other way, but that's not that's why I'm not coaching this team. That's why I'm not Peter Laviolette. He figured the best way to get Igor's confidence back was the you know baptism by fire here you go boston on the road have fun <laughs> you know anybody can anybody can beat anaheim at home you go you go beat boston prove prove that you're still the starter and you did that so yeah, um, i'm no longer worried about uh about igor whoa, 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 i mean that, i mean no so no longer worried so what did, i mean i don't want to put projections on either but I mean, he kind of he we're backing off of him for for the time being. That's how I look at it. So you're are you so when you say not worried about him, are you saying for the rest of the how many games? So you're riding with him, or I, I mean, he's our player. I get it, but I mean, the point is, rest of the way, are you talking rest of the regular season? He's good or, because he's certified that stamp versus Boston and Toronto, or what if he you know gives up like four goals over the next? I don't know, several stars. Are you going back to that hovering of the concern? I'm just trying to understand your thought process. Well, well, I can definitely go back to it, but I'm saying he, um, you know, the needle, the needle was in the red, you know, he was at 5,000 RPMs and now he's, now he's back to a beautiful 1,500, 2,000, you know, RPMs and cruise control. Uh, that's, that's not the same you can't overheat. You know, I, 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 I can ride this metaphor for another five minutes if you want. I gotta go on mute. Hold on, man. I gotta go on mute. No, I, um... Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's giving me because I, I, I was at the point last week where I was looking forward. I was I was I, happier when, when when I saw that Quick would be named a starter for a night than I was for Igor. And that's a problem, you know, with your with your, you know, your your starting goalie, your your form of Vesna winning starting goalie, um, you know, when, when you're more happy that the backup is getting the start. So I'm no longer at that level, put, put it that way. I mean, he's still, you know, he's still on, you know, mild probation, sure. Um, but I'm glad yeah, to see that he did. I'm, I'm glad to see that he did back it up. Um, you know, he proved that. You know the. The Boston game was not the fluke. Everything before the Boston game was the fluke, um, because he he got back to back solid starts. Both you know, like we said, on the road, hostile crowds, Stanley Cup contenders, two of the you know two of the hardest arenas to win in. Um, you know, against you know legitimate badass teams. So you know, he followed up the Boston game with just as good of a performance, and he did make some great saves tonight. Some huge great saves. Um, so yeah, I'm backing off him, and I'm, I, I can breathe a sigh of relief. But yeah, he, he's still on probation a little bit. <laughs> fair, fair enough. So let's get into some final thoughts. So we go ahead and upload, upload this puppy. But Glenn, um, it's, listen, let's do it. We could do it like this. Um, I'm gonna have to give it a grade, and I have to give him an A. The team is getting an A, a solid A. 
through this point, at this point in the season, as our last hockey episode of the calendar year for 2023, it's, it's still a young season, though. But, th- I, I mean, this is a very good start. And I think we could have a lot of things. We talked about the West Coast trip or the Canada trip. Uh, and and then the la- these last two wins really probably put the A on it. I think I was probably around the A-. minus, But after Boston and Toronto, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't see how I can't. And then you look at the other fact, uh, you know, teams in the division that's not, you know, you know, your Carolinas is not as strong as like you thought they would be. And, you, you know, your Islanders is doing okay, but, but Jersey, you know, they, they you know, you got to get, you got to get the gap. You got to, you know, get this point uh, gap in the standings. I, I'm giving the Rangers an A, man. I mean, I think we could talk about it. It really comes down to that road trip, part of what Scott was at in October, and also what you just saw this past weekend through today. I, I, I don't see how can it not be an A, but uh, Glenn, your final thoughts, what grade would you give him? And then also, if you want to revisit the uh, your top three New York Ranger um, individual performances this year, I I think I got my three, and I would let, def, definitely like to hear yours, and also anything from around the rest of the NHL as well, if you want to, uh, your, your, your thoughts on that, and then we'll get Scott's, and then we'll close this puppy up. Yep, I, I, I got a couple of final thoughts, but I'll be very quick, a, a sentence or two on each. Uh, as far as far as the games go, um, I would I would go with that the one nothing game in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, yeah. I think that was a game that you know you, you really wanted to win. I mean Pittsburgh was uh, you know down a bit, uh, but they were starting to play better, and uh, you know you don't want to let them uh, kind of wake up. So I, I would I would say that one. Uh, my Jonathan Quick moment is actually although the Seattle game was certainly one where you know you, you felt better about him after. Uh, the way he played in the preseason and from last year, you kind of felt like, okay, maybe we're going to be okay with him. Uh, but I would go with the Jonathan Quick game, and maybe it's just sentimentality uh, in the LA game. Um, okay. You know, I, I play, playing uh, his old team for the first time, giving up one goal. Um, I was real happy for him. I was glad that he had such a good game, and uh, I'm sure that win meant a lot to him. So I would go with that game as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think the Panarin hat trick w- would also have to fit in there too. However, I do want to give uh, a special notice to that uh, evil clown guy that was in the stands in Winnipeg. I thought that was actually <laughs> the highlight. I thought that was actually the highlight of the year. I mean, that guy got more, he got more screen time than most of the players. So uh, that. <laughs> That to me was the the uh, memorable moment of this year. Um, a uh, couple other things I just want to mention: Ryan Lindgren is taking a beating lately, and I hope Laviolette is telling him to keep his head up. I mean, I know there's this ongoing feud with uh, Pasternak and uh, and him going back to last year, mm-hmm. but I mean, we need this guy, and and you know, for him to be taking the pounding that he's taking, it's only December. Uh, you know, we talked about that last year going into the playoffs, and uh, boy, I, I just wish he would play. You know, just keep his head up, don't turn his back on the on the uh, the the ice, and and just you know, be more aware of who's around him. Because uh, you know that Pasternak thing was so blatant; they had to do it. And you, you know, the refs in the league don't want to throw Pasternak out of a game, uh, mm-hmm. but it was so blatant they had no choice. So um, I, I hope he protects himself a little bit more. <clears throat> Um, and, uh, uh, the other thing I would mention, you know, talking about, uh, going around the league, um, the San Jose Sharks, um, you know, they were, they were looking like the 62 Mets, uh, 
with the start of the season, but uh, they've kind of you know turned it around a little bit. They're playing just above five hundred the last uh, ten or twelve games, and uh, you know I think that's good because you hate to see a team and a fan base have to go through a season like that. Um, you know, so I, I would I would give some kudos to the Sharks. They're playing better. And then I've just got one last thing that I want to mention, and uh, I, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to recreate a Scott rant. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to do my best. Uh, if, if, if you remember the, the, the goal that Boston scored, uh, there was a player on Boston that kind of pushed Igor's pad into the net and then the goal was scored. And there was some question about whether it was going to be goalie interference or not. And they wound up allowing the goal the night before I was watching the sharks and the coyotes. All right. So Yes, I was up till one o'clock in the morning watching the Coyotes and the Sharks play. All right, I'll admit that. But the same exact, the same exact thing happened, and they disallowed the goal. And this is just another example of how the league is is just so inconsistent with uh, with the refereeing and so many other things in the league. But uh, I just thought it was ironic that the, as soon as that goal happened in Boston, I was like, "Oh, they're going to disallow that." It's the same one that they disallowed the night before. And they didn't. So, wow. you know, there you go. You just can't figure out NHL uh, officiating no matter how many games you watch and how much you try. Man, Glenn, thank you very much on your final thoughts. And, wow, that's crazy. Because you would have – I mean, Toronto would have got that review. I mean, you just saw it the night before. How, that, well, how did that happen? That's crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Scott, your final thoughts, man. Oh, 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 oh Glenn, do you have a grade? I, I put an A on this. Man. Oh, how could it not be an A? I mean, <laughs> an A plus. you can't give an A plus because they've lost six games. So, But, uh, I mean, again, like I said, it's almost Christmas, and they've lost so few games that you can remember all of them. And uh, I don't know how you can not give them anything but an A. They've been terrific so far. Yeah, they, 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 it's crazy. My tune has changed since that Nashville game before they went out west. Because I, I, that, that game was hideous. The, the home game, not the road, not the game they won uh-huh. on the road. The home game, right. like early in the year, yeah. Oh, and then the Columbus game, too. I, I, that disgusted me. But outside of that, yeah. man, it's still an A, man. Shout outs to you guys. Uh, Scott, your final thoughts. Uh, do you have three, uh, individual player games you want to, you know, your top three individual player games? Um, for the Rangers season, well, I, and give, give us your grade, your final thoughts, and Ronald. While you guys were talking, I was I was desperately going through the uh, the schedule here, you know, trying to think of something that would, would would stand out. Players? No, I wasn't able to come up. With, um, but but I will give you uh, my favorite game of the year so far. And surprisingly, it's not one of the uh, the three that I've been at three and zero. By the way, um, it's not one of those. It, it was the Devils game. Um, Mm. Because there was, you know, uh, a lot of adversity. First of all, you know, facing. I, you know, I hate to say this, but a very, you know, it feels weird to say it, to go into New Jersey and face a hostile crowd because you know, yes, it, it is half ours, but you know, they had a chip on their shoulders with the way the series was now, and, and then you know, there was a lot of adversity in that. That was that was the first of those two games of the the back to back terrible reviews. Uh, there was the Hughes goal where the whistle blew the puck a good solid foot before the line. Uh, what do they call it? Continuation, whatever. I, I'd never seen that mm-hmm. in any case. Mm-hmm. And then they gave us a five-minute major that they reviewed and took completely off the board um, instead of knocking it down to two. A lot of adversity there. Um and we were down two one going into, or I'm sorry, it was it was um two two, and the Devils got an early goal in the third, and that could have gotten out of hand, and then the Rangers just 
you know, caught fire and scored three straight goals to win that game. So, um, you know, that kind of sums up our season right there. Like I said earlier, the reclaiming the uh, the no quit in New York thing, uh, you know, that, that game was just a microcosm of the whole season. And yeah, that, I'm, I'm with you guys. There's no way to not give them an A. Um, I mean, they lost three out of four and have rebounded absolutely spectacularly against two, you know, in, incredible Stanley Cup contending teams. We once again have the best record in the league. I know technically um, we're still behind Vegas in points, but we got three three games in hand uh, on them. We've got the we lead the league in, in, in winning percentage. We lead the league in, in the row wins. Uh, our power play is lethal. The penalty kill is great. Um, you know, there's no way to not give them an A. Uh, you know, in, in in every facet. I mean, we are 22, seven and one, best record in the league. Uh, you know, and 30 games is a nice sample size. You know, you say, you know, you got the best record in the league after 10 games. You know, big deal. Um, you know, after 30 games, you know, you're on to something. That's that's a that's a quality sample size right there. That's in, you know, that's a that's more than a third of the season. So, uh, yeah, absolutely A is across the board, and um, yeah, definitely worth pointing out uh Brzezinski that fourth line um you know is absolutely fantastic remember about uh you know in the AV era you know we were complaining you know we had a fine top six we were complaining about the bottom six and I think that that's what you know prevented the, this team from uh from from going over the hump in that era, no, no physicality. You know, it was kind of AV's mantra, and I don't mean to turn this into a bashing AV thing, but you know, just to point out the difference in in our bottom six. You know, now in the last few years, and again, it, it pretty much started with Ryan Reeves, and you know, you know, he he rebuilt. You know, he single handedly rebuilt the culture of not getting pushed around by you know a Boston or a Washington or you know anybody. And now, you know, we don't need you know that kind of guy anymore. But we've got uh, you know we've got toughness. We've got a fourth line that can score. Uh, you know, Jimmy Vesey has been, uh, you know, one of the most noticeable guys on the team. And, and that fourth line of, of him, Goodrow, and, uh, uh, and Pitlick is just absolutely spectacular. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, worth pointing out all three of those guys. Yeah, Brzezinski stepped in and, um, you know, can play anywhere, you know, any role he needs to play. Um, you know, just just everybody, uh, just everybody's getting it. Gustafson, um, you know, who was it? What was it? Somebody on this call, <laughs> or somebody, uh, or someone? I, I heard the term that he is pricing himself out of New York with the yeah. season he's having. Yeah. I don't remember who, whoever said that. You know, that's a great phrase, but yeah, you know, he, he's going to be, uh, you know, highly touted after this. Uh, but for now, you know, he's ours, and uh, you know, a massive, massive pickup. You know, just to just you know, and you got to give a true. The A. Remember, he had no money to work with, and he just went out and got anybody and everybody for seven hundred thousand dollars. And you know, Blake Wheeler's been amazing. Gustafson's been amazing. Kidley's been amazing. You know, all these bargain basement guys. You know, instead of going out and getting the uh, you know the five, six, seven million dollar guy, um, and also. I need to, uh, you know, prove that, you know, say, uh, admit that I was wrong. You know, I can admit when I was wrong, and I seem to have been wrong about Patrick Kane. Um, you know, everybody was saying that nobody comes back from that surgery, and I thought that he might be the exception, but uh, he's not. He's terrible. Uh, the wings have gone completely downhill since he joined the team. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, happy about that. Like, I wish him the best, and, you know, I, I, I have no ill will. You know, like a lot of Ranger fans, I had no ill will on for towards him on this team, but... Uh, uh, it, it seems we we dodged a bullet there, and uh, it's not working out there. You know, it might be the end of Patrick Kane. All right, man. You know what? 
An excellent uh, post game. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, man. You guys enjoy your holidays, and you know we'll we'll still have the post come up on on Instagram and Facebook. So we'll we'll have like sports. You know we'll have the electronic sports talk. You know chatter digitally on the, on the social media. So you know the games. You know the fans, f- fellow fans, could definitely chime in until we come back in a couple of weeks. But yeah, man, it's good. This is a good start to the season. Let's hope they keep it up. Uh, you know, I know at the end of the month there, uh, Florida, Tampa. I don't, I don't have the schedule right in front of me. I didn't even look at it, but I do remember uh, they they have uh, the Florida teams at the. Uh, you know, Tampa's not as strong as they were. I mean, Florida's playing all right. Florida's playing all right. So that's right before uh, New Year's. But Scott Glenn, thank you very much for your patience on the technical difficulties. It has nothing to do with what we have. It was all the the whole site. Yeah, they got to get that fixed, man. But Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We'll get this uh, thing uploaded. And guys, enjoy. And sangre azul, ladies and gentlemen. Be blue.